Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the Multiverse Fancast. Tonight, we're covering a little bit of Ninja Turtles news, and as always, I'm Mags, and with me is my co-host, Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Are you excited? I am very excited. Because what are we talking about tonight? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> out of the shadows. Yes. I'm excited to talk go about ninja, this. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Oh, there it is. There's the Vanilla Ice <laughs> reference. Um, not the only one. <laughs> one of many tonight, it seems. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we just saw the movie a couple of hours ago. We had time to marinate on our thoughts, and we had quite the spirited debate at Applebee's <laughs> regarding our thoughts on this movie, because uh, one of us is over the moon, and the other one is still... We're not going to be sponsored by Applebee's. Why are we mentioning them? Or their fantastic entrees <laughs> at reasonable prices. <laughs> but anyway... Um, oh, man... Ching. What was that? Oh, that was my check being cashed. But anyway, I so yeah, we're going to talk about the new Ninja Turtles movie, and as usual, we will have our non-spoiler review, followed by our spoiler review. We're also going to talk a little news, and we're going to talk uh, the previous Ninja Turtles movies and kind of the franchise where it stands as a whole. Yes. So uh, let's start with the news as per usual. So, uh, Ronnie, you got some news for us that you want to talk about? Yeah, um... Some uh, movie news. Actually, both are topics are movie news. Oh, boy. But um, we're going to start with some X-Men news. Um, X-Men has been out for two weeks. So between the opening weekend and this past weekend, it has dropped 66%. Oh, God. That is, that's rough. Yeah. That's a um, big drop. That's a huge that's a, that's drop. That's a big drop. Um, they're crediting it a lot to the, the lukewarm reviews and word of mouth. Yeah. Now, if you guys listen to our X-Men episode, you'll know that we, while we enjoyed the movie, it left a lot to be desired. Yes. And um, most reviews that I've read or, or heard, a lot of people are just kind of like, it's it's a, it's a good movie. It's generic X-Men number yes. nine. Um, There's no wow factor to it. There's Nothing impressed me about no. that movie with the exception of probably Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, Quicks over and I'm just the yeah, we're, we're just kind of we're just kind of tired of them playing catch up to the series. Yeah. Quick Quicksilver and the uh, um, Weapon X. Yeah, um, silver lining though with this news is we're really hoping that it, it encourages Fox to take a look at what Sony and Marvel did with Spider Man yeah. and kind of like you know X Men's kind of floundering. It's really just it's there. It, yeah, it's it's you're running the mill. It's basically you're. B movies. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, ba- other the, than Deadpool. The problem with X Men is it's been around for so long that um, they're not getting new people to watch them. No, it's it's the same fans. Yeah, you know, I saw the first X Men movie in theaters myself, mm-hmm. and now it's just it wasn't that I was excited for X Men Apocalypse. It was it's just, just it, it's part of the story. You're just yeah. watching it because it's X Men, and because we have a podcast to do apparently. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're optimistic that it encourages. Uh, Fox to Fox. take a real hard look at their products because they also have, you know, Fantastic Four, which, yeah, fan, they did a terrible job on. Like, yeah, really it was bad. it was fantastic when it came down to the actors. Yes, the, the <laughs> cast alone was perfect for Fantastic Four, yes. but uh, unfortunately, you know, and they're still talking about doing a sequel, and I'm kind of like, really? With the help of Marvel, it would make I would, so much yeah. sense. Um, I think really the the big factor is to see what happens with. Uh, with Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. You know, if that movie does well, I think it's going to really make Fox take a hard look yes. at their properties. Um, so yeah, that's that's really what we want to talk about with that. But uh, yeah. what's the second bit of news? Um, second bit is 
Rogue One is apparently doing reshoots. And how extensive are those reshoots again? They are pretty extensive, as in reports of it being 40% of the film is being oh reshot. My. That's almost um, half the film. Yeah. Um, they're, they're reshooting because... They want to get a uh, Han Solo cameo in there. Yeah, for those of you guys um, who don't know, they with cast the new Han Yeah, they cast the, the, the new, new younger Han, Han Solo. Um, but um, how far before Episode Four is this happening that they have a young Han Solo? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, he wasn't. Right he wasn't old. old. Yeah, in Episode Four, he was in his thirties. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, so so they're doing it because they want a they want to get young Han in there, but they're also doing it because apparently there's a. Better screenplay out there. More improved screenplay. So they're reshooting to incorporate that and get the bad out. That's Um, crazy. And, like, you got to feel for those actors. Like, you know, the actors have a really tough job. Like, you know, it's funny. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of, like, the celebrities. Yes. And, like, they're like, oh, they live such a nice life. And it's all, like, fake drama. These actors work hard. Oh, yeah. The the report I was reading said that... uh, you know, the, the cast and the crew, because the crew works harder than yeah. the actors. Apparently, they're working uh, six days a week eight for eight weeks. Oy. So, imagine that. that. You know, it's funny. When we saw X-Men, we saw it a second time today. And um, they, they have a nice message at, at the beginning and at the end. Where yeah. at the beginning, it showed uh, the girl who's playing uh, Storm. Um, she does like a nice message about you know how much work it takes to put into these movies yes. and thanking the people who see it. And then at the end, it mentions like that this film created fifteen hundred jobs and yeah. stuff like that. Apparently, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, m- one of our favorite shows, Supernatural, they have contributed like half a billion dollars to the Canadian yes. economy over the course of their filming. Yeah, you know you forget how much like it TV does. shows, especially yeah. in Pat's where they film. So Vancouver mm-hmm. is like. Over the Moon for Supernatural, yes. which has been on for now 12 seasons coming up. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to start shooting any TV series in our, like, home county. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> they filmed one of the Bourne movies over in Briarcliff. And yeah. there's a scene where you see the Taconic over in Briarcliff, yeah. and it's supposed to be, like, Maine or something crazy yep. like that. And we, I remember well, watching it, and we're like, wait a minute. Well, Mr. Deeds. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mr. They, Deeds uh, a little The local. Wendy's from over here in Carmel, and then they shot it when I used to live in Connecticut, and... The Deeds Pizzeria was a pizzeria in my hometown. Really? Yes. Oh, look at that. Yeah. That's funny. But, um, yeah, we're, 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 I don't want to say we're nervous about reshoots, but they, they say it's extensive. It, it's basically them saying that it's going from a good movie to a great movie. See, what I'm, what I'm wondering is, you know, obviously the film comes out in December. Right now it's June. Yes. You know, that's what, six months? Mm-hmm. Um, the film has to have been mostly completed at this point, to the point where they had trailer footage of yeah. the first trailer drops. So it makes me think that the film was done, and they they screened it, and it did not screen well. Yeah, this is my thought, too. They dropped a trailer. What we saw in that trailer, is that going to be in the movie now? I don't want to talk about it, because neighbors disappointed me with how much they showed <laughs> in the trailers that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Well, a lot of movies do that. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty common practice. It's basically the deleted scenes they put in there. Um, or my favorite is when they spoil uh, extreme cameos. Wolverine. Um, <laughs> wasn't Wolverine, so they didn't know. Oh, stop it. It was Wolverine. No, it wasn't. It was Get over next. this. Same character. Um, <laughs> Not really. Same character. Um, I hope that's the last we've seen of this guy. <laughs> I hope you guys saw X-Men Apocalypse by now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. But at the same time, you know, 
hopeful. Uh, a new, you know, it gives like, me a new hope. It gives you a new hope. <laughs> the Force Awakens was so good, yes, that the bar set really high. So mm-hmm. hopefully they're just kind of like yeah. getting to that level. But uh, I think that's it for news today. Yeah, that hits all our news topics. All of our news topics. So let's jump right into our review and retrospective of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. So we actually took the detailed time, and by that I mean Ronnie did, and then I critiqued it because I'm an annoying (laughs) co-host. We took the time again. Wait, what? What? (laughs) Applebee's taking away our sponsorship, guys. Come on. Um, So, Ronnie, you have a a brief non-spoiler description of the plot. Yes. All right, hit us. All right, so after Shredder escapes from prison, he teams up with a new foe. Meanwhile, the Turtles have to figure out how to unite as a team and work with a new ally. I don't, I don't know what that was. That was my theme music. That was your theme music. Oh, Ronnie has theme music apparently now. <laughs> All right, so let's talk the original, the, not the original, but the latest Turtles. Yes. Um, the, the, start of, the most recent. The start of this franchise. Uh, a few years ago, I remember... There was a lot of controversy with this movie because at one point there they was? Were, the turtles were really? supposed to be aliens and it was just it was all over and it was a mess. Um, no, yeah. So really, the original yeah. when this when that first movie came out, we uh, we were very worried. Like the entire, not even just the fandom, but just like regular people were like, "I'm uh, gonna go see it." You weren't gonna go see it. You you almost didn't go see I, it. I would have seen it because I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but obviously. I, but from what we've seen before and the cartoons and all that, I just really had no desire to see it other than I love the Turtles. There was no desire to be like, that movie looks amazing. I have to go see that. But this movie, Out of the Shadows, did have that for me. Yeah. Um, I remember like the biggest thing about that first Ninja Turtles was, um, A, how the Turtles looked. They yeah. were huge. Yeah. Um, almost like Shrek. Yes. Um. And, or you know, Hulk. Or the Hulk, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had um, a lot of reshoots involving uh, the Shredder. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, um, <laughs> the Shredder was originally going to be... Um, there's a character in that movie called Eric Sachs, and he's played by William Fitchner. And um, I don't know how to say this delicately, but he's a white guy. Like, <laughs> like white. Um, like, like, he, you white. I'm really pale. Leave me alone. <laughs> but um, he was supposed to play... He was supposedly going to be Shredder. Yes. But they did reshoots with an actual Japanese actor where yeah. he only interacts with William Fitzner's character and it was implied that he was really Shredder. So Shredder was then put into a mech suit, like Transformer style, yeah. and it just... It did not... Didn't really work for most people. Um, not at all. Not at all. And also my biggest problem with that movie was that Shredder, uh, not Shredder, Splinter learned how to do martial arts from a book. Yeah. And as a practice martial artist, it actually offends me, if anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, when we saw the first movie, I know my response was kind of like, ah, better than I expected, but still not amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, the characters were done well, but it was also, it was a Raphael movie, and I'm not a big Raph fan. Uh, I'm always a Leo kind of guy. You're a Mikey kind of guy. So, you know, that movie automatically just did not hold a lot of weight with us. Yeah. But um, do you want to do star ratings on that first movie before we jump into this one? Um, yeah. Do you, you, you want well, me to go first? You can go first. Me? You, who, me, you, you go first. You, me? Uh, give, uh, I'm wavering between a two, five, and a three. 
So it's, it's average, slightly above average. I'm going to give it a, a, a three, just uh, because um, I had such low expectations, and mm-hmm. then it still exceeded my expectations. Like, But in the way, like, that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, as opposed to that was better than I thought it was going to be, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, kind of. Yeah. Sort of, I guess. You know, they, they caught the they caught the characters well. It was it was decently written. Uh, yeah. Megan Fox still can't act her way out of a paper bag, but she looks good while trying. Yeah. Um, and always uh, annoying gripe with that it was how they tried to connect April O'Neil to the origin of the turtles in that movie. Yes. But um, yeah, like I give that Ninja Turtles a three. Like I I yeah, laughed, I enjoyed most of it, but yeah. uh, it just like. You watch the original Turtles, even like the the bad original Ninja Turtle movies are still good. Oh, I love them. Like the first Ninja Turtles movie back in the 80s was like perfection. Oh, seriously. And uh, Secret of the Ooze, I can still watch. Like I enjoy it. Just It's it's silly, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, but then uh, the, what was the one? Uh, Ninja Turtles 3 Back in Time or something silly yeah. like that. That one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, okay. But, um, and let's move on. Yeah, let's move on, yeah. So... <laughs> This movie picks up... They don't really say how... About a year, I want to say. It's been a year. I don't think they really say. They don't... don't it's never don't specific. They, yeah. Um, do you want to talk characters? We'll, we'll save... Yeah. We'll do general thoughts on the uh, the new characters. Okay, yeah. Because we only really have two or three new characters. Um... I mean, you can make an argument for four because he's new to the this new part of the franchise. I don't know. Casey. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's the big new one that I was talking about. Oh, well, I mean, you got the three bad guys, too. I guess, yeah. All right, no. so let's let's start with... Let's talk Casey Jones. Okay. Um, now, Stephen Amell portrays Casey Jones, and obviously, if you guys listen to us, you know we love Arrow. We're big fans of Stephen yes. Amell, and he's just, like, such a cool guy. Like, I follow him on Snapchat and Facebook, and he, he does awesome stuff yes. with it. And he's funny, and I like him. Um... Ronnie and I are differing opinions about Casey Jones. Uh, They take some liberties with the character's background that made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But But I was was okay with it. I mean, I I, I get where you're coming from with it. Um, But for this movie and how they wanted to do it, I'm okay with it. I mean, like, I can can live with it, but I don't want to just be okay with Casey Jones. Yeah. So, um, Stephen Amell does a great job, though, with what he has. Yes. Um, he has some of the best scenes with the turtles, just because he's the normal guy in these abnormal situations. Yes. Um, that was uh, Will Arnett's character last movie. Yeah. With, uh, you know, his interaction with the turtles. But, um, yeah, I mean, Stephen Amell, he does a great job with what he has. He does mm-hmm. passable. Well. And at no point did we, like, we first made um, <laughs> an Oliver Queen joke. Yeah. Uh, we made like one or two, but then for the rest of the movie, I never really saw him as Oliver Queen. No, I, mean, I never really saw him as that either. It was just kind of like, it was like stupid little lines we just said or whatever. Like his interaction. Turtles, you have failed this city. Yeah, like his interaction with um, Shredder, because he's a corrections officer in this movie. Yes. And how he talks about how this is his city or whatever, because New York City is his city or something. Yeah. And I was, I, and I leaned over to you during and I was like and you have failed this city you know <laughs> like it, it was very entertaining um and he did a great job and he had some great oh moments. yeah I, um I, I hope he's in the, I mean they're not 
no confirmed next movie, but they, I, yeah, they're gonna make they're another gonna make one. another one. And I hope this one, he, this one took number one in at the box office. Yes, um, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes, new introductions, uh, fan favorites from the TV show back yes. in the uh, the nineties and eighties. Um, surprisingly, Bebop the Warthog. Bebop, I'm a little piggy. Um, <laughs> they never knew uh, what he was. We get to see a, a fair amount of them in their normal human form yes. before they're mutated as you know they are in the comics and um i i pointed this out i know you and i didn't really agree on it but i always found it weird in this this is not a spoiler but um in their scenes they never you never see them on screen 100 percent with a human actor yeah um the see it, it's almost they were so out of place like if they were next to a like a casey jones or a shredder mm-hmm. they'd almost look too unreal yeah um, that's just a problem with CGI characters right next to normal people. Yeah. I mean, it, yes. I mean, but the way this movie was created and shot and everything, they didn't have to have them in the same shot. Like, we, we see yeah. it a couple times because, think about it, you have the turtles, too, that are cgi You have, you know, a lot of them really are. Krang. <gasps> Spoilers. Uh, um, you know, and then Bebop the Warthog. You know, I mean, so we, we see a fair amount where they are, and they don't look different than when they are alone it's, too much. I mean, there's I, little, I noticed it, though. It's yeah. Because, you know, like when I watch movies like this, I also... It's funny, I pick apart the movies about, you know, four anthropomorphic uh, t- Ninja Turtles, and uh, <laughs> I have allergies to be alone. I'm really stuffed up. But, um... Like four giant Ninja Turtles, and yeah. you know, like oh my god, that's so unrealistic. Yes, push my glasses up on my nose, kind of thing. But um, they were fun, and they they made me laugh. Yes, because um, like they get turned into mutants, and they're like not typically when somebody gets turned into like a mutant, they freak out. They're like, oh my god, I'm horrible. They're like, oh my god, this is so cool. Yeah, they have no problem with their transformation, especially because um, they don't see it coming. Nope. <laughs> Uh, not one bit. Yeah. Uh, so who are some of our other new characters that we want to talk about? Um, Krang, that's really it. Alright, so we get our, our first live action version of Krang. Yes. Um, as you guys know from maybe like the old TV show, he's basically a brain looking alien from another dimension. Yep. Who has this humanoid body kind of and... Like a- Brain mixed with an octopus. A little bit, yeah. He's got right. a little, he got a lot going on. He's like a broctopus. Uh, visually, he was he was very interesting. Yes. They they did some cool things with him where in the show he just stayed in like that stomach pouch. In this, he could actually come out of it. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was like the thing had its own tentacles. Like to push it had out. tentacles that were connected to him, and yeah. they moved him around. So it was it was a cool uh, creative liberty that yeah. I had no problem with. Not at all. And it added to the character yeah. and made him funny. Um, we get a shredder that is not yep. in a mech suit, which is cool. Uh, Karai, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Uh, Shredder's mm-hmm. uh, second in command. Yes. And I think daughter in the comics. I, I'd have to double check that as we're I believe, talking. I believe she is. I want to say yes. I, I think so too, yeah. I want to um, give it a hard yes. Yeah, don't give it a hard yes. We also had uh, Lauren Linney as police chef. Uh, police chef. Police chef. Police chef. Dude, I'm tired. Oh, police chief wow. Rebecca Vincent. So she's uh, she takes over the the investigation of Shredder's escape. Yes. And she's kind of like, um, what's the best way to describe her? Like the the cop that's kind of hard on everyone, and then has a heart of gold at the end. Kind of that yeah stereotypical sort of thing. 
Um, as far as returning, we have uh, Megan Fox comes back as April O'Neil. I actually enjoyed her much more in this performance. Yes. Uh, not because she takes on a schoolgirl outfit in like her first five minutes of screen time. All right, that, that, you know, in, yes, in all honesty, it, it really gave her points. Um, so she she does a great job with what she has. Yeah. You know, she's really not like as far as the story goes, she progresses the story instead of explains it like yeah, in the first movie. Yeah, I, I liked her because of the fact that she's not playing a damsel in distress. Yes, she like is she very do, like aggressive. she does in every movie she's in. Yeah, no, I can I can um, really see that. You know, basically she's one of the team. You know? Yeah. She, she's out on the streets putting in work. I agree. She's she's like the, not the Cisco, but maybe the uh, uh, Caitlin Snow of the team. Yeah. Um, we have Will Arnett returning as, uh, what's his name? Uh, his nickname's Falcon. Yeah, they call him the Falcon in Vern. this. Vern. Vern. Vern the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, Vern the Falcon Fenwick is his yes. name. Uh, so, non-spoiler, uh, the Turtles don't want anybody to know that they saved the city from the Shredder. It's public knowledge in this movie that the Shredder tried to destroy the world, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, uh, the Falcon, as he's called in this movie, takes the credit for it. And that's an arrangement he has with the Turtles. Yes. And he's like a big-time celebrity. He gets the key to the city. And he's kind of pompous, which is fun because I really enjoy him. At one yeah. point, this is not a spoiler, but he's selling bags of his air. Yeah. For $200 a piece. That, that was pretty funny. I was I was dying. But um, he comes in and, you know, he's still such a good guy. That, yeah. Um, they have a great scene, him and Mikey, where they're making fun of Casey Jones. Yeah. Do you even bench press? <laughs> Can't even fill out that t-shirt, am I right? And, like, you look over at Casey Jones and he's standing with his arms crossed and you can see the veins going yeah. up his arms. I'm like, Meanwhile, you got Vern, who's Probably has done a push-up. <laughs> yeah. like, what was it? He did yoga at yes. one point. That's what he said in the first movie. Um, but I enjoyed him. He made me laugh. Um, yeah. And especially him with the turtles. You, you know who we forgot as a new characters that's that? played a pretty big part in this movie? Uh, uh, Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman, played by... Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. Who did um, fantastic. Yeah, you know, he uh, he was a, a fun mad scientist. Yeah. And, um, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Cultural gripe. Um, they call Shredder Sensei Shredder. Yes. In traditional um, Asian dialect, you always call uh, the last name, then the first name, then the yeah. rank or title. So really, they should call him Shredder Sensei. Yeah. But like, as soon as they said Sensei Shredder, I was like, no. <laughs> No. Um, yeah. He has, uh, by the way, they redid his outfit in this, and uh, you don't see him in his helmet for most of the film, but uh, no. he's got some sick arm attachments. Oh, yeah. Those are really cool that he uses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's really no other characters that we have to hit on. You don't want to talk about the journals um, where they are kind of in this movie? Squirrel formation? Um, squirrel formation. That was funny. Um, I mean... There's nothing I could say that's not going to spoil anything. That's the only problem with talking about that. Uh, I mean, Splinter, other than Splinter's just, barely in this movie, too. Yeah. There's another one. You really don't see him that much. Mm-hmm. But, I uh, mean, the, the only thing we could talk about when it comes to the Turtles is um, not too much character development during this movie for them. Yeah. Um, the focus with, is with, really with, on two of them. Yes. And uh, we'll discuss that in spoilers. But yeah. one thing that I really like that's not a spoiler is... They cleaned up the turtles' look. Yes. One of my biggest challenges with how they did the turtles in the previous movie was 
they gave them all a unique flavor, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. But there was just so, so much like, going on with them. They had like 60,000 articles of stuff on them. Yeah, especially um, Donatello. He was always really hard to look at because he had like this giant backpack, so much stuff going on, like things goggles poking out, the goggles. The and Google Glass. Like you would not be able to think he'd be able to move like a ninja. Yeah. And, like, Mikey had, like, the puka shells and just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Rav had, like, the stereotypical tough guy stuff. Yeah. Leonardo kind of had, like, a Bushido samurai kind of look going yeah. with him. And, like, it all fit with the characters. It was just too much. Yeah. They they they, they learned because in this one it's pretty basic. Pretty basic. Um, you know, a little, still a little bit of the flavor. Yeah. I mean, Donnie has a backpack, but it's a lot smaller, and mm-hmm. he's got the... Glasses, goggles, things. They're but, like, but he doesn't glasses. wear them too, too often. I mean, when it's needed, he wears them. Yeah. Um, Mikey's got a gold chain and sunglasses and like a sweatshirt that he ties around his waist. Very nineties. Yeah, that that's basically it for him. Leo only has like half of his bushido pads on his leg. Yeah. Now. Um, and then Raph has like shoulder pads. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And they all have walkie talkies on their shoulders. Yes. Um, like taped onto their shoulders, yeah. which was entertaining, I guess. Um. They also lean Donnie out. Like, he's very tiny. Like, yeah. there's a scene where he's standing next to, I think, Leo. And yeah. in comparison, Leo's very naturally built. Yes. Raph's the biggest. Like, he's got the biggest yeah. arms, the biggest uh, shoulders. Mikey's kind of neutral. Yeah. And then uh, Donnie's very slim. Yeah. Um, no big changes to their weapons, except Donnie's ele- he's got, like, an electric staff now. Yeah. As opposed to just his regular um, mm-hmm. spring-loaded that he had in the last movie. Um, I mean, really, that's pretty much it. That's it yeah. I mean, you can't really upgrade any other weapons, really. Yeah, seriously. You can't, upgrade, you can't upgrade a sword. You can't really upgrade a Psy. And in Chacos, you can't. Yeah, that, that would not work out. Yeah. Um, motorized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe detach it. Like, it could detach, but come back. Like, almost <laughs> like, like a like boomerang. Yeah. You know. But, um... We, no, that's we, what the shells are for, right? That's what their shells can't are for, Can't they throw their shells? Um, we enjoyed this movie much yes. more than anticipated. Oh yeah, um, we were excited. It, it pays so much homage to the to the cartoon series. Yes, um, that it's really hard to find poor things that it did. And the garbage truck. Yes, they have their garbage truck transportation. Katie Design. and they do the theme song, guys. Yes. They they do it at one point in the movie. Um, I won't say which point, but um, but you will appreciate it. Here's. My personal challenge with the movie, and this isn't spoilery, this is like part of the non-spoiler review, um, it doesn't know what audience it's aiming at. Yeah. Um, there's a fair amount of language in this movie. Yes. Um, we, we were almost surprised, because we, we were in a theater, there were a lot of kids in there. Yeah. Um, the kid uh, behind me was kicking, her, kicking my seat. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, until I looked behind me and looked at the dad, and I was like, really, dude? <laughs> I will your cut his foot up. Wait, what? Because it wasn't even, like, soft kicking. It was hard kicking, yeah. and it made noise. Oh, yeah, I heard it. I laughed. But um, the movie isn't violent. Like, the violence is there, but it's not, like, in-your-face violence. Yeah, and it's basically stunning. Like, they, they stun when they fight. There's yeah. no... Like, you don't see Shredder shredding. And there's no blood. There's yeah. no, none of that. Um, even the transformations, they all kind of happen off camera. Yeah. Um, but the, the cursing was kind of surprising. Yeah. And, and then you go from this scene with like heavy cursing. Um, I want to say they dropped uh, they dropped Son of a Bee. Yeah. Um, did they, they drop the S word? I want to say they I, did. I, I think they dropped 
a lot of the words. Yeah, we were we were again we were surprised. Yeah. We weren't really expecting it because in the first in the last movie I don't think they cursed at all. Yeah, it was very few and far between, if anything. Mm-hmm. But it was just like all at once and only in one scene. And in the rest of the movie, there was no cursing. Yeah. Um. The the film it like it it tried I think it tried to cater to both adults and kids, mm-hmm. but that's such a fine line. You need a kids movie that has things for the adults. Yeah. Not an adult movie that has things for the kids. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, that 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 was just weird because we went from the scene of cursing to a scene where Casey Jones is hitting people with hockey pucks. Yeah. Which still bothers me. I liked it. During our spoiler talk, we're gonna talk Casey Jones. Yes. Um, and about how he was great. Yeah, but like, <laughs> bottom line is, if you guys are Ninja Turtle fans, this is a movie for you. Oh yeah. If you liked the 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 t- the cartoon series, like the original one, you know the Teenage Mutant. The Technodrome is somewhere in this movie, guys. All right. Sorry. Yeah, get stop that. We highly recommend this movie. Yes. Bring your kids if you you know you have. It's a lot better than the previous one. Yes, I completely one hundred percent agree. A lot. So, if you were on the fence. Because of the previous one, it, it it shoots it out of the water. It's it's a lot better. Like a turtle? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like a tank? No. No, not like a tank. No. Tanks don't shoot turtles out of the water? No. In this movie, they, they did. A little bit. I'm kind of, sort of. All right. So, um, <laughs> actually, you know, one other gripe that uh, I have with this movie, and this is non-spoiler, uh, the turtles should have died at least like four times. Why? They get like... They're mutant. They're, they're not still, real turtles. They're still physical beings. And there are some scenes, and I think one of our friends was sitting there, and we both said at the same time, like, oh, they should be dead. No. They're mutant. It doesn't work that way. They're not real turtles. They're, they're, they're real turtles. They're real turtles, but they're mutant. They're real mutant turtles. <laughs> um, they're so, teenagers, okay? Teenagers are indestructible. They're resilient. <laughs> uh, so... Do we want to do a non-spoiler star rating, or we want to save that for our spoiler? Uh, let's review? save that, because then we're going to have to explain our star rating. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, All right, so uh, this will be your official spoiler warning, because our non-spoiler section is done. Yes. Uh, we're going to tear into this movie. So um, Not in a bad way. Good and bad. There's good and bad, to be said. Tons and tons more good. More good than bad. A I will be the first good. one to admit it. Um, so this is your official spoiler warning. If you guys uh, have not seen the movie yet, stop us here. Come back and listen to the rest after you've seen it. And uh, give us your thoughts and what you guys yes. think. Unless for some reason you want to get spoiled. Yeah, if you want to get spoiled, you can stay. But yeah. um, who wants to get spoiled? I do. All right, so this is your official... So do I say it again, or do we just start talking? I mean, I want to get... Well, I meant, like, I want to get spoiled. Like, I want someone, like, pay for all my stuff spoiled. You want a sugar Is daddy? Is that when I wear... Nice no, sugar daddy? Sugar mama. Sugar mama? Sugar mama. You'll be somebody's <laughs> sugar baby? Yes. Um, all right, so anyway, now that we've had that <laughs> awkward... That was almost as awkward as a giant turtle in front of another giant turtle. I don't get it. That was in the movie. Oh. 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 All right, so <laughs> if you guys are still here and still listening to us ramble on, here's our official spoiler section of the episode. Yeah, our um, spoiler warning was like two minutes long. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, let's start off with, this movie is is basic. It is, yeah. it does not reinvent the wheel. Yeah. The, the script is pretty straightforward. Yes. Um, the, it is, introduce new villains and characters, have them interact with re- existing characters. Yeah. Uh, the team gets torn apart by inner conflict. Yep. And then they reunite and defeat the other villain. Or the brand new villain. Yeah. And everything's okay. Yes. Like, it's almost like Avengers, 
But then again, it's it's teenage. You don't need it to be such a complex script. I just feel like um, they had they did so much better this movie. Like yeah. compared to the last one, like everything's better. The characters are better. They're all you know written better. They're done better. Mm-hmm. Um, their performance better. I just feel like the, the script was the only thing that didn't improve. They just kind of kept putting in references to the 90s show and hope yeah. that nobody noticed. I mean, like I said, it, it didn't really need a really good script. What they did was fantastic. Here, here's the best way to analog it, I think. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens is a great movie. Yeah. But it is a rehash of A New Hope. It's yeah. the same story. Almost to a T. Yes. But it's still awesome. Yeah. This movie is the same as the last movie. But the previous ones are too. Yeah, I mean, like the TV that's the, show. Too. That's the, the mean, that's the only way to really explain it. Though, yeah. like the, it follows the same beats, and that yes. goes back to it's not knowing where its tone is going to be. Yeah, because if it wants to be for the kids, it can't be too complex. Yes. Um, if it wants to be for the adults, it can't be too kid friendly. Yeah, that that's the problem with this movie is because the you know teenage mutant ninja turtles have been popular for years yeah a lot of the fans are adults it, it, it never died down like your superheroes it it always kind of had a you presence know? you know it was always yeah. on tv so i mean you have people like us our age in their mid 20s late 20s that grew up with this why got to bring up the late 20s man <laughs> cuz we're mid to late 20s i'm having an existential <laughs> crisis right now but you know what i mean man. like so like we've been with this for Years and years. So, obviously, we're going to see it because we grew up with it. But then you have these kids who, ever since 2007 with the TM, TMNT uh, cartoon. cartoon in 2007, I believe it Something was. Like that, yeah. um, you know, that's when the kids that we see in the theaters, they're growing up with from 2007 up. So, I mean, you have that, you know, you have that gap where they're going to have to push towards the kids and the adults because the adults are going to go see it with their kids because they both love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know anyone who doesn't love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, sure there are, but um, here's what makes me scared. I'm scared for the new Power Rangers movie. But no, 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 no. Skip that. Skip that. I'm just saying that it's going to have the same challenge where it has this old generation of fans. Yes, it will, but I... You're not not excited. No. We should do a Power Rangers episode. We should, but, but I'm, uh, I'm not too right, excited. That's not here nor there. I'm, I'm not too excited. It's pretty that. similar, though. It's yes. Similar. Power, oh, uh, did you know the Power Rangers and Turtles crossed over? I did not. In Power Rangers in Space, it was like the fifth season of Power Rangers. They also had a uh, Ninja Turtles live-action TV yeah. show called yeah. The Mutation. They had a female turtle, and it was very confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did a big two-episode... <laughs> you can see the difference, <laughs> but uh, they had a big two-episode crossover, yeah. which was a lot of fun. But... Um, I mean, like, the script was basic, so it's not good, it's not bad, it's just, it's there, it's yeah. what it is, it, it plays it safe. Yes. But, um, let's talk Casey Jones, because you and I have very different opinions on Casey yeah, Jones. Yeah, we do. So, obviously, this is spoilers, you've seen the movie, or if not, what are you doing with your life? Go watch the movie. Surf. Seriously. Seriously. Um, so, Casey Jones, in the, in the original stories, he was a vigilante who crossed paths with the Turtles. Yes. Uh, they did it beautifully in the original Turtles yeah. movie. Um, in this, he's a corrections guard, which I have no problem with yeah. that. But he only puts on the mask and the hockey uh, stuff just because um, it's what he had at the time. And he's yeah. able to take on four trained ninjas 
whose swords apparently can't cut through this thing, yeah, um, by hitting them with hockey pucks. Official Rangers issued hockey yes. pucks, by the way. Which I mean, what what's wrong with that? I, it was a. It was a little too cheesy for me. The only thing I like cheesy in this well, movie is my pizza. The the thing with this movie though is you have Shredder in jail. So how would you tie in Casey Jones? In all honesty, they could have just had April O'Neil get mugged by these ninjas, and Casey Jones just like as somebody who, and they could have done it where, but they, 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 they mentioned news reports: mysterious vigilante attacks or saves people. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, no, and then just Shredder just escapes from generic because, guards that were well, one and two. But then how would you, I think it was better the way they did it because of the fact that you did have Bebop and Rocksteady also in that. But in all honesty, like it could have the movie could have opened up with that convoy moving out and just getting uh, and the getting saved like or getting his, his escape through. Uh, I I I liked what they did with it. I know you liked it, and like in all honesty, I'm okay with it. But I just I don't want to just be okay with Casey Jones. I love Casey Jones. I'm a big fan of Casey Jones. Uh, I and he does not say his code, his like trademark phrase in this. Yeah, but I mean, if you do it where he is the vigilante, you would have needed a backstory. In all honesty, that's a lot no of dialogue because no one becomes. A vigilante for no reason. But see, in the original Turtles movie, he they never say it, and it works fine. He's just a vigilante. He's just going around helping people with his Jose Canseco bats. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Just little tweaks that they could have done to Casey Jones, like his backstory, because it's no fault of Stephen Amell. Like, he did fine with what he had, but it, they could have... And then it was just a little... It was too much. And you and I agreed on this. When he picks up a piece of metal that's shaped like a hockey stick. Yeah. And he makes his own rollerblades from... It looks like uh, rolling chairs, which you and I are currently sitting on. And yes. I don't think we can make rollerblades out of them. I'm, no, so, I'm sure I could. No. I'm sure I could. Sit back down. Don't get the duct tape. But anyway. Um, I like, like I said, I enjoyed it for what it was. And it's not enough to really ruin the movie for me. Just... Um, from what I know of Casey Jones, and from what I, what I like about Casey Jones, it yeah. could have been it could have been better. I I think for what they did with it, it worked because it tied him. It had it put him into the story with investment, but because he was the reason that Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady escaped. See, I don't have a problem with him being emotionally invested in capturing Shredder like he is in this, but it's not. Like, he says it's, you know, he wants to bring bad guys to justice, but it's really revenge almost. Yeah. It's making it even. And for Casey Jones, I just feel like that's not a good character motivation. Like, uh-huh. they, they if they had just little tweaks, I mean, they could have kept all the scenes. When he tries to tackle Splinter, yeah, that was one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah. We were dying. Because, yes. you know, Stephen Amell's like, oh, yeah, 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 I got this. Yeah. I love it. And it's, it's fun. But, um, like I said, just minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm also glad they did not thrust this uh, April O'Neil, Casey Jones romance at our throats. They just hint at it. They, they hint at it until the very end. Yeah, they, they really, like, when they first introduce each other, they kind of give each other yeah. googly eyes. I mean, yeah. they're two very attractive people. We can't oh, even yeah. argue that. Woof. But um, I love seeing them in interviews. Why Are you fanning yourself? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, um, I really, like... There was more I expected from Casey Jones, but 
I'm okay with what they did. I, I I don't think we see too much of him just because the like I'm gonna say the next one because they most likely they will. We will see him full fledged as the Casey Jones everyone knows, other than I just became Casey Jones. Yeah, like if they do what if and when they do this third movie, if Casey Jones is an active vigilante in it, then all my gripes with this are gone. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm okay. Just, um, I, I don't know, maybe just from the first Ninja Turtles movie where they introduced Casey Jones without doing the Casey Jones story, yeah. and it worked, It I just kind of expected the same, maybe. So I'm a little biased, I guess. Yeah. Um, again, I just thought they could have done a wee bit better. Just yeah. a wee bit. Fair. Um... Let's talk. You want to talk Megan Fox a little bit more in detail? Oh wait, she's not really in detail in this movie. No, she. I mean, she plays a bigger role than what she did. Yeah. Um, she keeps. She adds the story. Yeah, because I mean, we originally we see her um, basically undercover, trying to expose Baxter. Um, Baxter, um, which was. Very interesting. I kind of like it. Like they slash geeked out. Yeah. I was like oh my land. Like she actually like used her intelligence because usually we when you see April and Neil, she's getting captured. She's, and the turtles have to save her. Exactly. If you look at any turtles video game, that's yeah, the story. Pretty much. I mean, you know, a little news reporter that gets captured every episode. Yeah, she. You know, she's really just there to for to but, be saved. Which but is in sad. this, she's. Basically going out in the field and, you know... Making a difference. Trying to get these files from Baxter. And then from there, you know, she figures out what they're doing. And she basically tries taking the serum that created the Warthog. Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, because I, well, I didn't want to say Bebop and Rocksteady because they're already named Bebop and Rocksteady. And so why don't you just call them... Why are you calling them the Warthog and the Rhino? I did. No, Why? Because that's what they became because of the serum. Just call them by the names. But I like the Warhog better because he doesn't know he's a Warhog. <laughs> Do I look a little fat to you? No, you look really fat. Oh, my man. My man. Um, can we? My man. Can we? Yeah. All right. Stop touching me. My um, man. Stop it. Um, let's point out. Did Casey Jones try and kill them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it was a smoke grenade. No, it was a boom grenade. Like. Boom. Like a lethal? Like a lethal grenade. Um, I mean, but why wouldn't that kill I them? would not be surprised if in original filming, because the only indication that we see that they're still alive is that they talk from outside the counter, uh, the canister. You can hear them. Yeah. I would not be surprised if in the original draft, in the original film, they were dead. Yeah. And the audience were like, whoa, whoa. A, we're fans, and you can't kill Bebop and Rocksteady. And B... <laughs> Casey Jones can't kill like that. So I think they added that in and post the, just the dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it, it could have just been a, a smoke grenade or a flashback. Uh, you know, something to stun them because, I mean... They could have gotten out. Exactly. Like, but they were able to talk like nobody's like nothing was wrong. Exactly. So it made me wonder um, while watching it if the, originally they had killed them. Yeah. Um, I'd like to point out that they did not kill any of their villains. I was actually shocked. Yeah. The only reason there's no more shredders because of Krang freezes him. Did you notice that the eye makeup was added in between shots? When he yeah. first puts on the helmet, you see all the the skin around his eyes. And yeah. then when he's talking to Krang, it's all black. Like yes. uh, when uh, Green Arrow puts on his mask yeah. and all that stuff. Um, shredder was just kind of there. And um, it was yeah. really weird that he was so 
eager to accept Crank's plan. Like, and you know what I realized? What did you realize? He didn't fight. He did not fight at all. And I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Because um, the cool thing about Shredder is, especially in this universe where the turtles are, are way more than human. Yeah. Like, the original Ninja Turtles, they, yeah, like, the foot soldiers could fight them one-on-one yeah. on one and, and do well. Like, But in the first movie, when the Ninja Turtles go to fight Shredder, not the first of this series, the original. Yeah. Like, only Leo's able to get one hit on him. Yes. He, like, wipes the floor. They also do the one-at-a-time tacking. Yeah. You know, you don't ever attack one at a time. Yeah. But, um, I would have loved to have seen Shredder fight, because... With Krang against the Turtles, that would have been yeah. awesome. I mean, or something, because, I mean, it's Shredder. Like, yeah. The Turtles learn from Splinter. Mm-hmm. And Splinter can barely hold himself against Shredder. Yeah, like, he... Didn't yeah. really. He I lost. Mean, yeah, it was just a luck of the draw with the Nchaku's right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have loved to see Shredder kind of throw down with yeah. Krang because their relationship, like in the TV show, they had yeah. a, a long lasting partnership. Yeah. But in this movie, they have two scenes together. Yeah. And like Shredder's like so eager to believe Krang. Yeah. Kind of was like, really? I, I think I think it's just his mentality. Get even with the turtles. Yeah, I think that was. You know? I think that was because he he knew who he was. And all yeah. That. Um, let's see. Who do you want to move to next? You want to move to Will Arnett's character? Yeah. Uh, kind of there. Vern. Uh, Vern was great because he um, he was still the same guy. Yes. Despite his new circumstances. Yeah. Um, I, I he was comedic relief, and I really yes. enjoyed it. But he also still did when he knocked out the one ninja, and like yeah. it was like not bad. Yeah. I was like, even we were sitting there like. Oh, wow. But it was funny because it looked like he did it by, by accident because he <laughs> jumps off of the canister and, like, hits the ground and then kind of almost, like, stumbles into him, it looks like. And it would have been easy, It would have been easy for them to have him miss and April O'Neil knock him out yeah. instead. Um, I liked how they did it. Yes. And I, I still have to wonder how April O'Neil and, uh, uh, what's his face, Vern, Vern, are able to take on Karai. Yeah. But she's a trained ninja. Yeah. I mean, well, April trains with the turtles. No. Yeah. When? We Maybe not. We haven't when seen it in these movies. That it doesn't seen, exist. We have seen it in previous movies. What were we talking about about implying? Oh, yeah. So Shredder and the teleportation thing. We oh, were yes. wondering if uh, Krang teleported, he intercepted the teleport. Here's my, my, my challenge with this movie. So Krang's master plan is Shredder to get three parts to this teleportation machine mm-hmm. to bring the Technodrome to our Earth from Dimension X. Yes. Cool. Solid plan. We get it. But he's able to intercept a teleport from Shredder, and presumably, this is us assuming, he brings Shredder to Dimension X and then sends Shredder back to our planet. Yeah. My question is, why didn't he, A, send like if he has this kind of technology he should be able to send himself to planet earth and do it himself or b just send himself to planet earth to to talk to hang out with shredder and make sure this job gets done i i think it was because he probably still had to develop um the um technodrome yeah the technodrome i feel like it, it was you know together because i don't know because i mean we saw look at the difference in the portals right the portal Shredder goes through is, like, not too big. And it's a circular yeah. kind of thing. The, the portal they open is kind of like, like a, like a tear in space. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, it's a simple line of dialogue. Like, even, I think Shredder should have been the one to be like, if you're able to transport me here, why don't you just do it yourself? And yeah. Craig's just like, 
well, I can't because of A, B, and C. Yeah. But also in the original story, Krang was banished to Earth. So for all we know, he could have been on Earth and mm-hmm. teleported Shredder to wherever he was. But it's just it was like lazy writing. Yeah. Anytime where you have to be like, oh well, they probably meant this in a movie is a is a result of poor writing. True. Um, a simple single line of exposition could have just handled that. Yeah. But um, you know, it wasn't enough to to really take me out. That was more when we were talking about it. I realized it. Yeah. But um. You want to talk about the airplane river scene? Because that I think that was probably one of their most impressive action pieces. Yeah. Um, you guys saw the, sh- the scene in the trailer where Raph hits the plane. Yeah. Uh, should be dead. Why? That plane was moving at 400 knots or whatever they said it was. That, that's going to crush anything that hits that windshield. Not a mutant. What do you mean not? All right. You know what? You're being a little ridiculous. Okay. And X-Men. In X-Men. And, and X-Men. One of, someone from X-Men flies, hits that. Would they be dead? Yes. Really? Cyclops? Wolverine? Wolverine doesn't count. He heals. These turtles have no healing. Okay. Um, Mystique? Probably. Um, okay. Professor X took one bullet. Superman? He's, that doesn't count. How dare <laughs> you? Why not? How dare you? <laughs> Why not? Because Superman can... Like, breathe and a plane stops. <laughs> it's just so weird that the turtles are this powerful, almost. They got hard shells. Well, Bebop and Rock, which one is it that gets crushed by the tank and his head goes out through the bottom of the plane? He's totally um, cool. Rocksteady. Is it? Yeah. Yes. But uh, it was it was still an impressive action piece, and I love how Raph's, like, scared of flying. And yeah. Jumping and all such that. a bad dude. And what did he say the best line is, what would Vin Diesel do? Yes. <laughs> He's trying to psych himself out because everyone else jumped and what would Vin Diesel do? The best was, didn't Donnie jump without the uh, parachute? Yeah, they're all talking or whatever and, and Donnie just jumps. And Mike, is it, I think Mike, Mike he plays out. And he's like, uh, Donnie jumped. He's <laughs> Spider-Man did that. Yeah. He had the cool grappling hook. And then, and then Raph was like, without a parachute? <laughs> and uh, I think Leo then goes and then Mikey goes with the, his yeah. body board and all that. Which I was so mad. I would have loved it he jumped out of the plane and went, Cowabunga, dude. Yeah, let's talk about how April O'Neil's the only one that says Cowabunga in this entire movie. <laughs> Ronnie just threw his hat on the floor. Uh, yes, we agree that, that Cowabunga was disastrously underutilized in this movie. Makes me not want to talk. Really? You yes. don't want to talk? Yes. I'm... How great was Michelangelo in this film, though? Okay, well. That's how you get Ronnie <laughs> to talk. That and Margot Robbie. All right, calm down. <laughs> that hat doesn't go on that head. Excuse Imagine me. Imagine if Margo Robbie was in this instead of Mega Fox. She'd be a great April O'Neil, actually. Mm-hmm. But I like I like Mega Fox. Oh yeah, I do too. It's um, just better acting needed. Wait, uh, what? All right, for the record, we've only seen Margot Robbie in what three films? And she was great. Uh, she was naked. She was great being naked. <laughs> and great. All right then, <laughs> family friendly. But um, you started it. It was a great scene because um. You know, it was fun to see the turtles actually outmatched. Yeah. Um, Bebop and Rocksteady held their own for the most part. Yes. They were just, you know, dumb. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, the, least. the plane crashes and they get into this river situation and Raph has the awkward exchange with a giant turtle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they lose. Yes. And it kind of destroys the team. And Leo, Leo was kind of harsh. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we, we saw him. When well, they land. Yeah. I mean, we see before how harsh he can be 
when um the question of the mutagen. Yes. Uh, he decides to keep that secret from the yeah. rest of the team. Um, April basically steals the mutagen, and from from the uh, from the experiment uh, the labs from yes from Stockman's lab TCRI yeah and um, basically brings it to the to the uh, turtles because they're the going to use yep. it to track Bebop and Roxy. Yes, and basically Donnie discovers Donnie discovers that it could be used to turn them human, and so he tells Leo because. Leo's the leader. Yeah. And Leo's basically just like, you know what? Keep this between us. Do not tell them because it's we it's something we should not do. Yeah, he doesn't and, believe. Yes. He believes that they are turtles and that's what they're supposed yes. to be. And Mikey overhears this. Yes, Mikey overhears, tells Raph. Raph gets mad. Because he's a hothead and doesn't think logically. Well, and, uh, you know, like, obviously you and I are not giant turtles. But what? I hate to break it to you. Since when? That's not a shell you're wearing. What? He's actually wearing a Ninja Turtles t-shirt, but that's not the point. Um, but I love pizza. That is true, but so does everybody in New York. And I know how to use weapons. Not as well as they do. Uh, All right. Fair amount. Fair amount, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it adds to a, a very human element of the, the need to fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's felt yes. that they don't fit in and they're not good enough and they're not, you know, because uh, normal. Al- along with the villain line, the whole... You know, it's titled Out of the Shadows for a reason. Yeah, they don't want to be yeah. forever in this sewer. They want to get recognition for what they do, but not full recognition. They want yeah, a they, little bit. In all honesty, they just want to fit in. It's not yeah. even, They don't want the, the kudos for saving well, yeah. the city. They don't want, you know, um, all the prizes and yeah. the glamour. They just want to be able to walk down the street. Yes. Um, and it's an interesting theme. Which Mikey does. Mikey does during uh, the day, the Halloween parade, which was very entertaining. Yeah, I thought that sequence was going to go on longer. Yeah, and somebody was going to discover that he was actually a giant turtle. But uh, uh, we got our, our only Transformers Turtles crossover ever. Yes, that was pretty. That was pretty. Cool. <laughs> the uh, the sound effects that sounds like yeah. uh, us trying to do music yeah. editing because it was funny because originally I thought it was just like a remote control car. Yeah, and then it turned out to be an actual dude. Yeah, I was like, imagine him driving with like yeah. his hands by his face and. Great costume, dude. Great costume, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the movie follows a very basic format and yeah. almost similar to the first movie where, you know, I mean, the fight with them and Krang very much mirrors the fight with them and Shredder. Yes. But, um... So they learn to go all in, not one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> not time. But, um, the Turtles, you know, emerge victorious and they get their recognition from... I guess just that one police department. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I had no problem with. Well, because Casey Jones and April, April do get arrested. They they don't um, get re- traditionally arrested. They get put into holding. Yeah. And April's smart enough to know what her rights are. Yes. But in all honesty, this... And what I love, too, is she was the one that brought it up. Meanwhile, Casey Jones, who's a corrections officer, knows... The challenge with that is he's a cop. Yeah. So... He's not a cop. He's a corrections officer. It's the same thing. You better watch what you say. I mean, uh, it's part. It's all part of the the NYPD it, family. It's, yes, but, but it's um, not the same thing. I it, understandably, but like at the same time, he uh, he knows not. He, he's trained yeah. not to question a superior officer. Yeah. So, in all honesty, all April had to do would be like, "I'm a member of the press. You really wanted to get out that 
you denied me a phone call. Yeah. Especially considering I wasn't formally charged with anything. Yes. Because they weren't charged with anything. What would they have been charged with? Breaking and entering into a... You yeah. Know, I guess that's pretty much... Into a police department, which I'm sure is some sort of higher level of yeah. breaking and entering. But um, in all honesty, that was in the waiting area, so they could have been like, no, we were just in the waiting area the whole time. April gets in trouble for the doctored footage. That's yeah. what gets what gets her uh, stuck there in case Jones is the accomplice. Yes. But, um, you know, like, the, the movie was, was fun and enjoyable, and that's mm-hmm. really all I wanted. Um, I wasn't looking for complexity, yeah. but I wouldn't have minded it. Yeah, fair. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do for the next one, because Krang says... I'll be back and I'll be back. and worse than ever or more dangerous yeah, than ever. I think and he, he has Shredder with him. Yes. I, I think he'll unfreeze Shredder yeah. and we'll see a team up with Krang and Shredder again. Because in all honesty, Eternals. all the villains are still alive. Yeah. Um, Bebop, Rocksteady, they're still alive. Um, Baxter Stockman is missing. He was sent yeah. to their Tokyo facility. Yes. But who knows how far that actually went considering yeah. uh, everything kind of goes... You know, down the poop chute for yeah. them. Um, Karai survives. I mean, she's got a head yeah. and some boo-boos. <laughs> so, but, I mean, no one died in this movie. Yeah. I mean, there's civilian casualties. I mean, with the whole and corrections officers and your foot, but the foot always die. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm wondering when they're going to have the foot just be fully robotic like they were in the, uh, the TV yeah. show. Because you forget, those are like actual people and like... The turtles yeah. hit them and they go flying. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what the one scene that somebody should have died was? Casey Jones gets hit like ninety feet oh, into yeah. a car. He's not <laughs> even bleeding. He's just like, oh man, oh I gotta get up and fight yeah. these monsters. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, uh, maybe not dead, but at least been like, ow, ow. I, 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 let me just lay here for about five minutes. Can we get time out? More time just out? like, a, oh my god, I can't feel my legs, kind of thing. Yeah. They just Professor X me. <laughs> but, um... Now I'm going around on two wheels instead of eight. <laughs> this just got dark. But, um... <laughs> let's jump into star ratings and we'll, we'll kind of start wrapping up. Uh, you want to go first with the star rating? Because I know yours, sure. yours is going to be different than mine. Usually you and I are pretty in sync, but I think you and I are going to be different. I'm giving this a four. You're giving it a four. Yes. Um, what brought it down for you? Uh, Shredder. His, Shred- his lack of utilization. La- yes. Total... I mean, he did more by escaping than actually being shredded. That was his only actual, like, action scene. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Um, that's fair. Anything else brought it down That, for um, just the whole, you know, having to explain the wormhole for uh, Krang to get Shredder, um, which I, with implying what, what my theory, it, it works, but it would have been nice to for them to explain it yeah which they might you never know they could explain it in the director's cut you know oh yeah maybe if they have it could have been footage that they cut out um because it wasn't it might it's not necessarily needed in the film um that's that's really it and then the cowabunga thing there there were no none of their lines are in this movie other than when megan fox well sorry april when he also says cowabunga well they say turtle power a lot a fair amount yeah. of times, yeah. Um, so yeah, I get, I, I give it a four because it's definitely at least once, at least one star higher than the previous. 
So I'm teetering between a three and a three five. So Look, you're saying it's the same? Because you gave the previous I'm, one I'm, a three? I'm leaning more towards the three five just because I did enjoy this movie a lot more than the previous one. Um, my main gripes were Casey Jones's story. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, lazy screenwriting. Uh, same as you, the lack of, sh- of Shredder's utilization yeah. as one of the, the, probably the turtle's most, you know, mm-hmm. known foe. Um, and then, I mean, really that's just it. I just, the script needed some work and I guess you can put the Casey Jones stuff with that, mm-hmm. that the script needed some work and, um, the Shredder stuff was kind of like, yeah. I'm glad they, A, had an, an Asian actor portraying because, yeah. you know, like people are, Hollywood gets accused of, of whitewashing really bad where they hire white actors to portray different races. Yes. Um, perfect example is Dragon Ball Evolution, where <laughs> the entire cast, cast is white for the most part. Uh, it was like one. In an Asian it like, story. It's like two or something yeah. like that. Um, another one that Marvel's getting flack for is the uh, the ancient one for yeah. uh, Doctor Strange. Because um, Tilda Swanson, I think is her name, she's yes. portraying. The ancient one, and it's like, uh, is that supposed to be Asian? Yeah. Uh, another one was the Mandarin from Iron Man Three, which mm-hmm. is a whole other story. Uh, twitch, twitch. Yeah, seriously. So I enjoyed seeing um, this new actor yeah. take on Shredder's role because we never really saw Shredder. He was yeah. in the shadows because they had to do reshoots. Yep. Because um, originally it was supposed to be a white guy, <laughs> and they learned. But um, really, the script was my biggest challenge. It did a lot of fan service. Did a lot of great things. Uh, the turtles were all unique and you know awesome, and I enjoyed because they they felt like different characters from each other. Yeah. But the, the script was was in my opinion just weak, and mm-hmm. the reason this movie's better is because of all the fan service. Yeah. And the fan service done well. Fair. But uh, we'd love to hear you guys. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the turtles and uh, the franchise as a whole. Yeah. And this newest installment. So. If you guys want to get in touch with us, what would be the best ways for people to get in touch with uh, us? Best ways to reach us would be either on Facebook, which you can search us. Uh, you just type in the Multiverse Fancast. The other way would be to email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. We really got to add that, though. What? We really got to add a the to that because we, we, we keep going, the, no? I didn't. Okay, just me then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep going. <laughs> Yep, uh, I'm going to keep going and just ignore what he just said. But, um, <laughs> but um, those are the best ways to uh, get in touch with us, um, whether it's comments about movies, TV shows, or just us in general, what you like, what you don't like. About um, us? No, yeah. don't, don't tell us what you don't like about us. No, do, because this way we improve. <laughs> Again, don't listen to him. <laughs> um, you could also find us on Twitter at MV. Fancast. Um, just search that. And you could also just listen to us on the go with the Podbean app or the Satchel Podcast app and on iTunes. Um, make sure, if you could, just please leave us a review, star rating, comments, likes, all that good stuff. And the more people you share us with, the more people we get to annoy. Exactly. So that wraps us up for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing our thoughts about the Ninja Turtles. As always, I'm Mags. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. Turtle power! Turtle power!